Today is National Single Parents Day, and I didn't even know it was a thing until I became a single mom back in 2016. So on today's episode, I'm going to talk about some of the things I wish I would have known when I first became a single mom. So let's do it. Hi, lovelies, and welcome to another episode of the Arise podcast with your host, me, Monica. I'm so, so glad that you guys are here today, and I hope that you guys leave this space feeling encouraged, inspired, and just seen, because sometimes we need the conversations with our friends. So sit back, put your headphones in, and let's do this laying together. Hello, friends, to this special episode. Um, Maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't, but we did not have an episode on Friday because I wanted to do one today for National Single Parents Day, Um, which, like I said, I didn't even know it was a thing until I became a single mom, and now I, like, tell everybody, like, hey, love on your fellow single mom or single dad today because we all could use a little more love, right? So today I wanted to share some of the things that I would have said to myself in the beginning, it's often what I say to single moms um, or newly single moms because I am six years into this journey. Journey is not over. I am navigating a whole new world of things. My boys are almost seven and eight. I'm homeschooling. I work from home, navigating dating relationships. Y'all, it's a whole thing. So I'm sure in another six years, I'll have even more, even more advice and things. But here we go. Number one, the sun will shine again. So like I said, when I come across newly single moms or just women who are experiencing a heartbreak or a divorce or ending of a relationship, I often tell them that the sun will shine again. When I first was separated, everything seemed so dark. Everything was so bland. Like I couldn't see happiness and I honestly didn't know if I ever would, um, you guys like I did I did the sun is shining so bright in my life I hear often people say like the sky is darkest right before the dawn and it's something to really remember because like I said I'm six years post being a single mom and even in the last two years just everything that I've been able to start today also marks one full year of doing Arise photography if you guys are new Um, I do have a photography business that I started up last year and it's amazing. Like, I don't know, just the excitement and the joy that I have. Last night I was talking to somebody and just talking about motherhood and I'm sitting on the ground with my kids and they're going to sleep and trying to get them to bed and I'm sitting there telling this person about motherhood and what motherhood meant to me and, and that kind of thing and I'm like tearing up because it's hard. It's not easy and it's been difficult, but looking back on where I've come from, I'm just so proud of myself. Number two, your pain has a purpose and God will reveal it in time. So (laughs) there's a song that I used to play on repeat during some of the darkest days and it's Thy Will by Hilary Scott. I don't know if you guys know it, but um, it's kind of an older song. But some of the lyrics say, I'm so confused. I know I heard you loud and clear, so I followed through. Somehow I ended up here. I don't want to think I may never understand that my broken heart is a part of your plan. When I try to pray, all I've got is hurt and these four words, thy will be done. And that song like became a heart cry for me. 
just feeling so lost, so confused. Like, why would this happen to me? Surely this wasn't God's plan for me. But thy will be done when I'm broken, when I'm confused, when it doesn't make sense, when I'm lost. I'll still trust God. And looking back, I'm able to see God's hand in my life. Like, so intricately. In Isaiah 55, 8, it says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. There's so many things that if I wouldn't have been separated or divorced on my journey, I would have missed out on. Like, so many of my friendships came from single motherhood and helping out in the ministry here in the Midwest that gave way to really rich and incredible godly friendships. I don't know if I would have developed a deep, deep love for the Lord because I really had to get to the end of myself to find him there. Even things like finding my church. (laughs) I started going to my church because I met somebody at a singles event at another church. I probably wouldn't have been there (laughs) if I was married. I think when you get a little bit further in the journey, you can look back and see how God was piecing things together from the start. Number three, feel the feels. Now, if you guys know me in my personal life, you know I'm a crier. I always have been. I probably always will be. At this point, I just like tell men that I'm dating, like, I cry a lot. I cry when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm mad, everything in between. It's a lot of crying. Like I said, I cried the other night. During the beginning of my separation and divorce, I cried until I had no more tears left. Like, my eyes were hurting. It was ugly. But I truly think you need to feel all of the feels to get to the other side of it. You need to feel the anger, but we don't stay there, right? You feel it and then release it to God. You feel the loss. You feel the bitterness. You grieve how you need to grieve, but you always, always, always take it back up with the Lord. When we numb ourselves with substances or relationships, like we're just not dealing with the actual issues. You have to go over the mountain to get to the other side. Otherwise, the hurts just keep showing up. There's been so many times in my life where I just didn't quite learn what I needed to learn. And then another season would come around and I'd have to learn the lesson again. So feel it and then release it to God. Number four, you do not have to be alone in this. We need people. We need support. We need prayers. We need advice. We need a shoulder to cry on. (laughs) I am a big, big, big fan of counseling. I saw a Christian counselor in the very beginning of my divorce. I saw a Christian counselor during 2020. I have, I'm just starting to do some life coaching with a friend. You know, I have like my friends who are like my unpaid therapist, but I also believe there is a value to an actual paid therapist. I took classes like divorce care. My children took divorce care for kids. They're in counseling. You don't have to do this alone. You can reach out to friends when you're feeling sad, text a person that you know will pray for you. We're not meant to do life alone. And in transition like this, when you're becoming a single mom, when you're grieving the loss of a relationship ending, when you're navigating parenting and how do I do this alone in my home, it's even more clear how much we need each other. Romans 12, 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. And if you are hearing this and you have a friend that you know is in this type of transition, reach out to them. Sometimes it is hard for us to ask for help, but go for coffee, text, video chat. Just let them know you're praying for them. Send them an inspirational quote. You guys have no idea what a world of difference it makes. 
I had certain people in my life when I was first going through my divorce who one in particular I can think of. I mean, she sent me just quotes like almost every day and it helped me so much just to know that she was there for me. Number five, keep your hope. So hope is something that's really, really important to me. I literally hold on to it like a, you know, child holds on to like their blankie or stuffed animal or something. It's something that I've always tried to keep in the forefront of my mind. In Proverbs 13, 12, it talks about how um, hope deferred makes the heart sick. When our world is spinning and we don't know which way is up, it can be very difficult to see hope in the situation. When our heart is broken and we're overwhelmed with bills and the kids won't listen, hope seems like a far off distant dream. But hope is there. Psalm 62, 5 says, yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. And I also love that verse because sometimes I've talked about it before. We need to talk to ourselves. (laughs) We need to tell our soul to find rest in God. And our hope comes from the Lord. Hope and rest. I mean, that's really what we need (laughs) as mothers, especially as single mothers. God has you in the palm of his hand. He loves you and he's here for you. So don't lose sight of that. It doesn't make sense now. And a lot of the times it's not fair. I never, ever, ever say that this was God's plan all along for my life. He's too much of a good God to allow my children to grow up in two homes. He is too much of a good father to have planned this level of heartbreak for me. But we live in an imperfect world with imperfect people who make choices and have consequences. But I trust him and I have hope in him. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says he has made everything beautiful in its time. And although my life does not look like what I thought it would look like or what I originally was dreaming it would be, It really is beautiful. So I know that I still have so much to learn, like I said, but it doesn't scare me anymore. I honestly really love my life, even though it looks different than what I first imagined. But God has met me every single step of the way, and I believe he's going. Hey, lovelies. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Arise podcast with Monica. I'm thankful for each and every one of you truly, sincerely, absolutely. If this podcast encouraged you or even maybe or even maybe made you giggle a little, share with a friend and leave a five-star review. I will see you guys next week. Bye.